You are listening to the Become a Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 176 with my guest today, Vic Zeno from the band Hardcore Superstar. So in today's podcast, we talk all about their new album called Abracadabra, which is available right now. So Vic shares some great stories about the album and a few things that are coming up as well. Now, before we do go to the interview, I do have a new link in my show notes. So if you, you like what you're hearing, and if you'd like to help donate to the tip jar, so I do have a little tip jar button there now where you can donate whatever you want, just to help support the podcast and keep it going for hopefully many more years to come. And make sure you leave a message or leave your name so I can thank you on the podcast as well. So there are a lot of good interviews coming up soon. Joe Satriani, Scott Ian from Anthrax, Sakura Victoria, kind of Simon Hosford, and lots more coming up. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. And all the podcasts are available on YouTube as well. So before we go to the interview, let's check out one of the songs from the, the new Hardcore Superstar album. And the song is called Catch Me If You Can. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well, so, so we're going to become a now. guitarist today. Yes, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we are in Sweden at the moment, uh, up north. It's a, it's uh, there's snow and there's uh, uh, people skiing and shit. So, oh, wow. well, congratulations with the, the new album, Abracadabra. Thank you very much. That's fantastic. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank all, you very much. I must say, you're playing on this album, which is Crazy, crazy good. Appreciate that. It, uh, I worked really hard to, to uh, push myself, actually, very hard. Especially, especially with the with the solos, I I did it actually back home. I I, t- I took the the files right back home, so I had I can work uh, in peace and not being stressed about studio time and all that shit. So I just did it in my basement, which nice. is tons of fun. Yeah. It was a very creative creative period. So do you find you? You pushed yourself to do like new new things because you had that time. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I had time to to write and explore and really dig into what's being played in the background. How can I make this interesting? And not just pick a scale yeah. and then and then just. Of course, you can do that, and it's going to sound great. Mm. But but there, there is much more to it than 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 just playing a scale. If you oh. want. No, exactly. I mean, that really comes across in you know, a lot of the songs. I'm, uh, the one in particular for me was, um, I mean, Catch Me If You Can. The, your solo oh, in that okay. one, it's probably one of my favorite solos. Just the, you got to be everything. You know, you, you got the <laughs> PGO riffs, you got your harmoni- uh, harmonies, speed picking, you know. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's, I cover a lot of ground in that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, that, that.
Uh, I, li- I liked the way I, most of the solos are recorded twice. And then I just, I just pan them left and right. And then, well, they do the same thing, but sometimes they uh, burst out in, in, in the harmonies, like you said. So the harmonies you're actually playing, aren't you? You're not using a harmony pedal? No, no, I, ju- I just play harmonies. Yeah. Yep. Most, mostly uh, a third, third up. Or, yep. Yeah. How about live? Do you use any pedals or harmony pedals? I mean, harm- no, 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 not necessary. There's no room for that because we are such a energetic, energetic band and there's so much stuff happening that, that those kind of really, really small details, uh, I think it's more work that, than effect. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that one of the first singles? That one, Catch Me If You Can? That was the, yeah, that was the first thing. Yeah. First one, yeah. Okay, you've represented kind of this album in a very good way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what a great way to, to get a getting <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been a little bit trickier, like, after that thing, oh, what are we going to release now, you know, after getting one out there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, you do have your five, so you've got the uh, yeah, Dreams in Red, uh, Weep When You Die, Forever in a Day, and uh, Fighter. You know, and you've just released a video for Abracadabra too, haven't you? Yeah, it was a lyric video. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It was supposed to be a, a proper video, to be honest, but something went wrong with the planning. The, our, our idea was really cool, but, but the person that was supposed to do it just kind of bailed out at the last moment and just we had to unfortunately skip that idea. But, but it turned out really good. I think I like the, the, the footage. It looks dark and it fits the, the word abracadabra. It kind of fits well together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could have released something there up in the snow, you know, the abracadabra. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when it snowboard and stuff. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah, going back to uh, Dreams in Red. Now, I noticed uh, I saw you guys on, on YouTube, I think it was from November last year, and you performed mm-hmm. that song. And you had a, another guy jump up to do vocals. So, who was that? I guess vocalist. Oh, depends on, on what gig you think. <laughs> Sometimes our gigs get a bit messy, and a lot of friends are up on stage. <laughs> so oh, really? I, I think that, I think that was the the the. I think it's Olaf. Olaf okay. is is a songwriting friend of the. Band. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we kind of collaborate a lot, and his input and and his his writing it fits us really well. So if you look at who's written the songs, it's band and Olaf. Okay. So it's, it's collaboration. Yeah. I mean, it starts from the band. Everything starts, from, and then we. Involve him when we need uh, uh, extra extra set of ears. Yeah, he's got a great voice. It was. Oh yeah, he's, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's got a very cool metal voice. Very very Rob Halfordy kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. I actually wrote that on my notes. <laughs> said, remind me of Rob Halford. Um, nice. Sorry, <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell him that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I wrote that here. A combination of Rob Halford and probably Jeff Tate, but not as. Nice. Angle, I yeah, guess yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, "Weep When You Die." The you got the choir at the start, and I found that song. The, the vocal melody was really cleverly written. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. It's a really cool song. I like. I like the the. It's it's a bit heavier than than uh, if you compare it to Catch Me If You Can. Yeah, yeah. This one is a bit more, a bit heavier. Like you say, it's got a great great melody. Yeah, just the way he uses his voice in this song. It's um, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's a lot of different ranges and just the melodies and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Man. Um, now on fighter, is that a, a twelve string you're using on that? It is. It is. Oh, good. We actually use twelve string and a six string, kind of combine those two, and and I think we dubbed like tons of guitars just to kind of get that really, really rich sound. Yeah. Uh, and why we chose the 12 string is because it's got that hook to it, sound hook to it. Mm. It sounds in a certain way. And that riff was written, I don't know if it was, because uh, Ade, the drummer, he wrote the, he wrote the riff. Okay. I think I think he bought, bought he set in mind to write a 12 string riff. And he bought a 12 string guitar and then he wrote that one. Mm. So then then the rest of the song just kind of came, came through. Okay. And is that standard tuning, that one? No. Oh, wait. Good question. <laughs> uh, the rest of the album is is uh, E flat. Yeah. Well, half step down. But I, good question. I gotta check that because <laughs> I don't really remember. I'll check that after interview. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully you're not playing it live tomorrow night, are you? Uh, I, we're saving we're saving that song for for uh, for Sweden Rock. Okay. Yeah. We're doing a show, uh, summer show, because uh, these are clubs. And we kind of are, are a bit more careful with ballad songs in clubs because it changes the dynamic of the show quite a lot. So we oh, get yeah. a kind of, uh, yeah. So but if it fits, it fits. We'll do it. But And it's a late gig tonight. It's at 11 o'clock, 11 a.m., p.m., 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 <laughs> 11 p.m. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of, I don't think that people want to hear a ballad that, that late. They just want to continue partying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They want, they want people to start crying in the middle of the set. Yeah, that's right. I am destructible when I ever fall apart. They all said it's over and impossible. Help me down from the start. Get you wrecked on the control. I saw some of your videos on your YouTube channel when you were down in Australia as well, just before the world went crazy, 2019. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like doing those videos on tour. It's mm. uh, people appreciate it, and it shows a side of the band that I guess yeah. people don't see very often. Yeah. So much stuff to see, and so much time to do it. Why not just record it and, and show people what we do? But it ta- it takes forever to edit those videos, so I that's why I haven't released anything in like two years. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it takes a lot of time. What do you use? Is it is it Final Cut or just iMovie? No, iMovie. Okay. Not nothing fancy fancy. I just kind of just wing it. Just kind of what I think looks good. No fancy fancy stuff. And yeah, yeah so the one on the in Australia, I noticed you guys at Max Watts here in Melbourne. Cause I'm in Melbourne, Australia. Mm, mm, mm. You were mentioning about that was your second gig with a band. I think it was it 2008? Was it? Uh, oh, yeah, 2008. Uh, yeah, first one was Sydney. And that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the, I got some really good memories from those. It was, it was a strange time. I, you know, I was 26, I think, and I got two days to learn 14 songs and then fly to Australia. You know, I've never been on tour prior to that. Just great, crazy experience for, yeah. for a kid. You know? yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah. So, you've been here a few times now since then? Yeah, we've been uh, two or three times. Okay, yeah. yeah well, hopefully, yeah, next year. We- I mean, like I said, things are starting to open back up. We, yeah, bands yeah. are starting to come back over again, which is really good. Hopefully, we'll come back. 
we will certainly come back at some point uh, because it's so much fun traveling Australia and it's it's a great experience. So with the, the, the shows you're doing now, is there many songs from the album, the new album? All singles except uh, Fire. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, last night we premiered uh, Abracadabra and uh, Forever in a Day. That was the first right. time we played them. Oh, cool. It's always a bit because when you practice it at home, it's one thing, and then you go to the rehearsal space, that's another thing, and then you go live, that's even another thing. It's really kind of uh, you kind of think I know that song, and then you come live. It's like, okay, I do know the song, but it's a totally different feel. It's totally yeah. different, different uh, emotion to, to, to relate to. Yeah. So when you when you're sitting at home in the bedroom, and you kind of I know this song, yes and no. You just need to. You do it live, and then you'll notice. You know? yeah, yeah, that's right. So actually, I must ask you because I released an album as well last year, just like a more of a guitar type album. Had different guests on there from all over the world. Oh, uh, nice! Let's check it out. Yeah, yeah, sure. Just called. Uh, I actually did a collaboration with another guitarist in Brazil called Phoenix Van der Weyden. She's an amazing guitarist. Okay, uh, cool. And we had like yeah Jennifer Batten play on a track from Michael Jackson's band and Brett Garth nice. there and all these different players. Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, cool. Going back now, like that was recorded probably say October last year, but we're just thinking about doing like a little live thing. But I've had to really go back and learn some of the songs, you know, just refresh your memory. So, does that happen to you as well? Oh, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I forget. Oh my god! If somebody was was put me on stage now and tell me to play a song from Split Your Lip or some other album, I'm like, dude, I don't even know what key that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I have to refresh, play it or, or listen to it and kind of imagine me playing it. Yeah. Have you ever got to the stage where you're just like, I don't know what I'm doing here? Like, <laughs> trying to figure it oh, out. Almost every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, those blackouts are just, oh my God, what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but there's, um, sometimes you just have to trust yourself. In that I know this. Yeah, yeah. I, I get this. Yeah, just let let your uh, let your brain process uh, just your fingers, you know, because you've done it so many times. It, it's buried somewhere, you know. You just need to dig it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. During the pandemic, you were doing guitar lessons. So, are you still doing that? Unfortunately, not. I don't. I do not have the time anymore. Yeah, yeah. There was. Uh, uh, I did that because I really didn't know what what I was supposed to do. Mm. Uh, and it was an extremely, extremely good learning experience. I did that for a year and it was, I discovered that, that I really love teaching and I really love, love uh, breaking it down to people so they understand. Because I, I've had struggled with music all my life, not understanding stuff. So I just kind of got sick of it and started breaking down stuff, everything. And that led to me digging even deeper into studying music. So I, I then I started I got accepted to to a music school in my hometown, so I'm now, I'm now currently studying music for five years. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's that's been an interesting turn in my life. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. I, I love I love uh, talking about teaching because mm. it kind of opens up. Oh, you look at it that way. Oh, that's cool. Maybe I can use that in mine uh, in my teaching. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So going back to the, the album, so with the the riffs and everything. Were they all new from last year, or did you already have some of these riffs previously from over the years? I think this is all new stuff. Uh, no, 
No, uh, actually, fun story about um, Throw a Brick, a song from the new album. That riff was written back when I started the band. Okay. Me, me, me and Ade were sitting in his in his house, I remember. And I was like, I got this idea. And we started working on it. We recorded a small demo of, of, this, of, of those, those riffs. And then we forgot about it. And then I told him, you know, remember that song that we did? You know, I was like, oh, yeah, maybe we should do something about it. So that's the only old riff that, that was. Everything else is new. How do you come up with a lot of your ideas? It's just like, do you actually sit there and say, okay, okay I'm going to write this type of riff or just um, at night time when you go to bed? Well, it comes to you? Ade, the drummer, he writes 99% of the stuff that, that, that we uh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so he he comes up with, uh, with the ideas, with the song, like, a, you know, first chorus. Mm. Doesn't, you know, he, he can come up with just the intro and then what, where can I go with this? He, he he does that, and then he we get involved, and then we kind of take it to the next level. So that's that's kind of the process that we have. That's handy to have a drummer that can now play a bit of guitar. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah absolutely. He, he's great. He's a great guitar player. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His process, I guess. I guess he listens to a lot of music, and then he learns a lot of songs, and then from that comes inspiration to. Uh, we actually started talking about what we would like to do on the next record. Yesterday we started talking about that. Oh, okay. So it's an ongoing process. We kind of start 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 looking for the new new path, the new records. Yeah. That's all. That's already ongoing. Yeah. yeah. So how about with the the solos? I'm I'm guessing he just says to you, do your thing for the solos, or does he do some of that? Yeah. No, I actually do. I, I what I did with this record because I kind of I kind of like working alone. Because yeah. then I don't have to be stressed about taking people's time and all that. I can do it, you know, whenever I want. So I, I went back home. I lived three hours away from, from the guys. So I took the fires back home and, and went to my studio in my basement and then just started working. Yeah. And that's how that's how uh, all the songs were written. In my basement, basically. Oh, yeah. Where I, I took my time with every, every riff to figure out what... You know what? What do I want with this? What you know? Which way? What mm. to do? Harmonies? No harmonies. Shred? No shred. You know melodies? What? What do I want? Yeah. Is there something in the song that I can use? You know, a chorus melody. Oh, cool! I can bring that back in so make it into a better hook. You know. Yeah, like I was saying at the start of the interview, you really your style on this uh, this album. You really do have a bit of everything. It's um, it was hard for me to tell. Well, what's it sound like or who, who can you tell the influences are? But it's just like a bit of everything. So who are your main influences? Good question. Um, when it gets to vibrato and the tone, yep. I guess Ingve is my main. Uh, I mean, he's the way he he just approaches a note. It's great. And then I love I love Randy Rhodes. I love oh, his, his his playing. It's it's so much fun to listen to. Uh, and and the trick that I did on the album, I panned the solos left and right mm. i recorded them twice and i just that's what he did if you listen to the, the album so he recorded the same solo twice and just expand them yeah, yeah. 
Dimebag, big influence on me. Yeah. Um, there's Slash, of course, mm. you know. Um, but but I've never tried to copy anyone. I just kind of always did my own thing. But but of course, you can hear influences that I've listened to. My vibrato is is you can kind of hear that. Oh, okay, got that long, long dig, digging deep vibrato. Yeah. yeah, but in saying that though, it was it was a little bit difficult. Like like I was saying, of you know, when I was listening to it, it just just sounded like you. You know, it, it didn't. <laughs> that's I guess that's the best compliment you get. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But even like um, you, know, you hear some people when they do tapping, you know, you can tell oh yeah, they've been influenced by Eddie or whatever. But your okay. your tapping is in a like a different style. Like I can't remember what song it was, but there was one you were doing where you did the tapping, but it sounded like you know when you do the uh, the pick tapping to get the, the real fast one but you're yeah. actually using your fingers yeah. like, it was it was fingers i actually haven't used tapping in my solos for like 10 years 12 years okay but i get uh, uh, on this album i'm using because i really thought that it fit the song very well yeah so i just kind of uh use it and same thing on that solo i panned it left and right recorded it twice i started doing that on the last album i just find it so gets that coursey effect yeah, yeah. Uh, because you you can't really make it a hundred percent accurate. It, it's gonna differ with because you you don't feel and all that. Yeah. That's why it makes it so interesting and more more alive. Yeah, I mean, it sounds great. So, congratulations cool, again. <laughs> thank you, thank yeah. you. No, yeah, I pushed, I pushed myself. Yeah, no, I really dig you. You're playing on this. It's great. Cool, man. All right, listen. Thank you very much for the interview. It was a great time. No, thank you, Vic. And uh, hopefully, I'll catch up with you in Australia next year. Absolutely, man. Take care. Right, no worries. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.